All right, so we get to Medellin. We get there pretty early, a bus from Salento that was running all night, you know. Sahib and I, we take a taxi from the terminal, we arrive at our hostel, we check in. And I guess we have to talk a little bit about the hostel in Medellin. It was uh, called Masaya, highly rated, very nice place. It has a rooftop. It's basically a, a, a high building with a rooftop. It has a pool, a jacuzzi, a bar on the rooftop. It has a place where you can just sit in on a net and, and get a view of the, the city. Now, let's talk about this city. Um, I would argue that Medellin is the most beautiful city in Colombia that I have been in. Okay. And, you know, it doesn't mean it's the best city or maybe it is, but that's that's another topic or another argument, but it is definitely amongst the most beautiful cities, and I'll explain why. Medellin is built in a valley, and the way it's built is just, like, almost perfect. It's built in a valley, and all around you have the mountains surrounding it, you know, and it just makes makes for a beautiful layout. So anywhere you are in the city, um, you have a view an incredible view all around you and 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 i guess they're smart the colombians in medellin they they build high like high rises i guess there is low low buildings but most of them are high like apartments condos so everywhere you live you you got a crazy view because all around no matter what side you're facing there's no good side or bad side like anywhere is a good side because you have like the city is sitting inside the valley and all around you have like buildings like built into the mountains and and it's just like a beautiful city and at night it's even more beautiful because everything lights up and it's just like you you feel like you're you're swimming in space it's like all illuminated it's like it looks like there's stars all around so that's Medellin now what else can I say about Medellin Medellin is known also for its vibrant uh, I guess lifestyle, it's nightlife, it's known for its women being amongst the most beautiful women in Colombia. This is arguable. I'm not going to support this or go against it. There are a lot of beautiful women in, in, in Medellin. We'll talk about that shortly. But um, other than that, it's it's like Medellin is like the Silicon Valley equivalent of Colombia, you know? What I've heard is Medellin is the city that is developing the most naturally. It has international reputation and it's getting popular, not just with, I guess, Colombians, but um, with the foreigners. More importantly, that's where the the investment money comes in. So, so Medellin is getting busy in that regard. And also, believe it or not, Medellin is actually more developed than maybe the capital in, in, a, in some ways. Uh, I learned that Medellin is the only city in Colombia that has a metro system. So the system of transport in Medellin is almost more developed than the capital, which is crazy to say. So what else can I say about Medellin? Um, it's a vibe, definitely a vibe, a vibrant vibe. Like I said, it it, it is known for its, its nightlife. And we were in a place called Poblado. It's, a I guess, a neighborhood that is tourist-friendly. And it has a street called Provenza. And this street is known for its bars, its nightlife, its clubs. So this is where we would hang out pretty much every night or every other night. And 
basically like you got all kinds of tourists all kinds of locals that go there and party and have drinks and have a good time and they drink something called aguardiente a very licorice alcohol that is not so strong but it tastes strong but it doesn't hit you hard i guess that's what i'm trying to say but it's super cheap and it's a good option if you want to get drunk so like long term you know you won't get drunk fast but you'll get there eventually and yeah we drank that a lot and you know i guess a recurring theme or in medellin is is prostitution uh on the on carrera 10th or like the 10th street going to provenza the party area we had to walk through this street called 10th street and it's a super busy street it's not like we're going out of our way to go there we have to take that street it's full of prostitutes you know you just see those girls and they're standing and they look like short skirts or like nice dresses short dresses and they're just like all arranged you know makeup everything hair done nails done everything did and you're just waiting for someone to approach them and they're not it's not like they attack you you they're they're just waiting they know that if you want something you'll go ask for it but sometimes you know there's a feisty girl you walk by her and she puts her hand on you on your chest and she's like hey baby or something like that it's funny but obviously we didn't interact it's not it's not sahib or eyes thing to to get into this kind of business so we we just like we just laughed and kept going but it was it was kind of fun to see definitely like a definitely a, a, an interesting experience to see this because you don't see this in north america uh, prostitution is pretty illegal everywhere else but in medellin it's pretty accepted and open and i'm pretty sure uh, pretty legal so so that's another part of medellin now i guess since i spoke about prostitutes i'm just going to I'm going to stay on this uh, topic. We met a guy, a black guy. I forget his name, but he was uh, he's a YouTuber. And I actually followed him on YouTube, but I don't remember the name of his channel. Anyways, it doesn't matter. He, he, he saw that we, we were eating in a restaurant and he saw that we were speaking English and he approached us and he's like, hey, where are you guys from? And his English was perfect. He was not from Colombia. He was Canadian, actually, from Winnipeg, the most boring city in the world. And, you know, because he was nice, like, we, he sat down with us and we, he started chatting. And we were like, how long have you been here? And he's been here. He's, he had been in Medellin for, like, literally eight months or six months or something like this. And, then, and we're like, why are you here? And he literally told us point blank with no shame. He's like, I'm here for the girls. I'm here for the hoes. I'm here for the prostitutes. And when he said that to us, uh, me and Zahid, we looked at each other. I'm like, this guy's raw. Like, this guy doesn't give a fuck. Like, I wouldn't, even if I went to Medellin for that reason, I wouldn't be advertising it, you know. But he didn't give a fuck. He's like, yeah, I'm here to bang these hoes. So I'm like, okay. And we just like, it was funny because the guy was pretty straight up. And we asked him, so how's it been going for you? He's like, yo, uh, you know, it's been good. Like, he literally, it was hilarious because he would, because he'd, he'd been there for so long for that specific reason, um, he knew every girl on the street. Like, literally, we were sitting and eating, and every time a girl would, would pass by, he'd be like, oh, uh, she costs this much, and this is what she does, and this is what she doesn't do. And, like, me and Sahib, we were cracking up at this. It's like it's like looking at, I don't know, it's, lo- it's like looking at iPhones in a Mac in an Apple store, just walking by. It's like products. Kind of sad, but that's the reality. So, and, and there's one thing, the reason why I'm talking about this guy, which is not really important for our trip, but he did say something that really stuck in us or with us, me and Sahib. He looked at us in the eyes and he said, dude, everybody is working. 
again, I'm going to say it because it, it, it had such an impact on us. He's like, everybody's working. Like, if you, if you see a girl out there on the street, no matter what she looks like, she could look like a hoe, she could look like a prostitute, or she could look like a good girl, she could look like a mother of three, she could look like a, like a doctor, a, a lawyer, she's working. You go up to her, you ask her how much, if she's from Medellin, she'll give you a price. And I, I feel bad saying this because I feel like I'm just like insulting the, the whole population or bringing them down. But this is pretty much what he told us. He's like, everybody's working. If you see a girl working at the, at the coffee place or the ice cream place and you're interested, you ask her how much and she'll tell you a price. That's basically, he was convinced about this. And honestly, because he'd been there for so long, I was, we were kind of believing him. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he was right. We didn't test his uh, theory, but yeah, so that's that. Um, all this to say. <sighs> okay, I'm going to continue with the, with the girls. Again, I, I, I already warned you guys I was going to talk about girls a lot, especially in Medellin. So the Colombianas in Medellin are called Paisas. Okay? We call, those are the, this is the name they go by. And they're quite pretty. Now, why are they quite pretty? Well, Paisas are known for their like, lighter skin in Colombia. And in Colombia, you can find a, a little bit of everything. You can find light skin, white skin, dark skin, black, completely like dark skin. So, so you have a little bit of everything. That's what makes Colombia so amazing. It's it's mix of culture within the country. It's incredible. But yeah, the paisas are, are paler and they they're just like they're extra. You know, they're. I don't know how to explain this, but like you'll see a lot of paisas with like fake lips, like fake nose, very like uh, plasticky girls, and they like to look good, you know. No matter what time of day, they'll like they'll put makeup, high heels, and they'll they'll own the streets, you know. They have confidence. So yeah, that's paisas in a nutshell. They're just good-looking girls, and I mean, especially on that street called Provenza. You know, we went out quite a few times clubbing and all, and. We would have like neck pain at the end of the night. We would keep looking left and right, but that's it. So it was pretty cool. Pretty cool to see all that. Now, another perspective or approach to, I guess, Colombian beauty, since I'm talking about it, is uh, something that is quite weird. It's the homeless people in Medellin. Okay. And that's, I guess, that was something quite like something that stuck with me again. We were walking on, again, the same street, Carrera Diez, the 10th street where the prostitutes are. There was a lot of, I guess, I'm not sure if they're homeless, but a lot of, like, I guess, quote-unquote, poor people. And they're not like any other poor people. These They're indigenous poor people. So they're the peop the real Colombians, like the OG Colombians. The Colombians that, that, were, the Colombians that were here before, like, the Spanish conquest and, and, and all that. So... And the Portuguese conquest, actually. Um, so, so those are the indigenous people. And you could see a lot of them in the street, on the 10th street, going to the party place. And there was something um, special about them, believe it or not, other than the fact that they're, like, begging for money. Uh, and the way they beg for money is they actually, they dance, they entertain. They just put music out loud on a speaker and they just dance. That's how they they kind of get you to put money in the little hat in front of them. And there was a lot of them. There's a lot of indigenous people. And they're all girls. I don't know where the men are. They're just girls. And 
I was just walking, looking at these girls. They're all pretty much, are all pretty young. Some of them old, but mo mostly young girls. Anyhow, I was looking at these girls and I was like, wow, these girls are beautiful. Like, just like, forget any sexual back thinking. Just like, if you look at the girls, at these girls, indigenous girls' face, they are beautiful girls. They have nice features, nice nose, nice lips, nice eyes. They have beautiful hair, luscious hair. Again, their skin is lush. Again, like nice, shiny. I don't know what it is about this country and people's skin. It's just maybe it's the humidity, but it feels like everybody's super well hydrated skin-wise. So these abor aboriginals, they were beautiful girls. Uh, and they're all dressed in like aboriginal clothes, like colorful dresses, but whatever. But I was, I'm, I'm specifically talking about their faces. They're just like good. They have beautiful features. And that's when I understood where Colombian beauty stems from. Okay. And I guess it's, it's the right time to talk about how Colombia is such a, a pool of, of, of culture and different ancestry, right? You have the indigenous people who already are beautiful. And then you have Europeans that came in and, and I guess took over you know, back in the days, the Spanish and the Portuguese just conquering South of America. Well, Portuguese, like, obviously destroyed the, the whole Brazil area, but the Spanish, like, took over the rest. So so you have European beauty, probably, or U European features coming in. You have ind indigenous features coming in that are already beautiful. So you got pale, like, light skin, like, tall, uh, like, I guess, you know, all the European skin. Uh, features coming in and then you have beautiful indigenous like like morena like a little brown like beautiful features coming from the aboriginal and and usually it ends there you can you can say it ends there for mexico you can say it ends there for like a lot of latin american country but colombia is is special it has a special ingredient and that special ingredient is the black gene so Back in the days, again, during the time of the Spanish conquest and the Portuguese conquest, what they did, these people, the Europeans, they brought in Africans to work on the land, of, on the South American land to extract the gold, to extract all the resources. And for some reason, I'm not sure why, what, where, and how, but a lot of Africans just ended up be, being, well, in the Caribbeans, obviously. That's where we find all the, the like, Caribbean people, but obviously they're in they're in Colombia. They've made their way to Colombia. So you got the black genes coming in. You know all everything that the black gene have. You know they're like they're strong, muscular, just like amazing bodies. That's where the Colombian Colombian girls get that, and it's just a a perfect mix. Like it's like a perfect mix of three different backgrounds that make the Colombian people, and that's why they're good looking people. So that's that. Um, that's I basically wanted to talk about the ind indigenous homeless people just to go to get to that point and to, to explain how beautiful the Colombian people are, and then that's it. I mean, uh, Medellin to go back to the city, it has like nice uh, neighborhoods. One of them called Comuna 13, Comuna 13. It's basically a ghetto that was turned into a touristic area with a lot of uh, art, wall art, and. And like it's super interesting to go check out. I highly recommend it. Uh, Sahib and I got lost a little bit going there, and we actually went in the real ghetto, not the touristic ghetto. <laughs> and we we were a little scared, but it was it was interesting. We got to see the real thing. But I, I don't recommend just a girl walking there alone. Um, and what else? I mean, 
we went to another area of Medellin called um, like Carrera Setenta, like 70th Boulevard or something like that. It's another party area, but it's more local. We didn't really vibe with it. So we went back to our, our Provenza street. But like there are different like party areas. And last but not least, we, we did uh, something called paragliding, I guess I could say. Got to see the city from above. It was an, an absolute in, incredible experience. Oh, and I guess before I wrap up Medellin, I guess I have to shout out, uh, we met two girls. Actually, we met more than two girls, sorry. Well, there was two girls that we met at a club once. We just bumped into them. We got lucky, I guess. Uh, they were from Costa Rica. They were just like visiting. And we actually spent quite a few, uh, quite a bit of time with them, like more than one day. Like I want to say maybe three, four. We just went out to eat together and just go out sometimes and party so or have a drink. So so definitely shout out to those two Costa Rican girls. They kind of like defined our trip and, and our Medellin stay. So, so that was fun. And yeah, we shared laughs uh, and shared a lot of stuff like culturally. We learned a lot about each other. One of them was from actually Qatar, like was working in Qatar, like Middle East. And the other one was actually like living in Costa Rica, but both of them were Costa Rican. So it was just cool to, to meet them. I also met someone else in, in Medellin called Diana. And we're going to hear more about her later on in other segments of this series because she's actually from Cali, which is where I am now. So maybe keep that name in mind. But yeah, I met her like just not even an hour or two in Medellin and that's it. But I, I met her again in Cali. So we'll talk about her later on. What else can I say about Medellin before I wrap this episode? I highly recommend it. It's, it's definitely a place someone can call home and 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 think of investing in uh it's developing and and yeah that's it that's all i gotta say one thing i hated a lot about medellin is the traffic i feel like the 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 street the urban design is kind of weak but with with a metro system i mean they get a break you know they get a break from that um and that's it i think i'm gonna stop right there for Medellin I feel like I'm missing something but it doesn't matter can't live in regret I'll catch you on the next part of the Lush series